you go. How are the levels? That's that's looking pretty good. I'm I defer, on board with it. I defer to Emma. Yeah. I defer to yeah. your expertise. Yeah, that looks right. As do I. Uh, and I think in this podcast, we're going to defer to your expertise because we saw a movie tonight about a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is about a woman. Yeah, who can you tell us your expertise as, as, a, as woman. a woman? <laughs> who starts with glasses. <laughs> yep. And she's blonde the whole time. <laughs> the entire time. Starts blonde, ends blonde. Emma to a T. So it might actually just be about me is what you're saying. Yeah. Emma, Emma to a T. Loves cats. I loves do cats. love cats. Yeah. Sharp fingernails. Uh, mine are not that sharp right now, but I have to put new nails on. So. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm stoked because uh, this is Keller and I's uh, official announcement that it's we did two years. Wow. Our announcement. Everybody wow. officially. Not nobody saw this announcement coming. <laughs> Surprise announcement. It's been two years. This is we Keller and I have now done a hundred movies. This Dang. will be the hundredth. A hundred movies, which is. Two years, which is one-fifth of the way done with this stupid podcast. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like this is a great one to be Mm -hmm. your hundredth Mm -hmm. episode and also your last episode for the end of the year because this is a Christmas movie. It is truly a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's a circus movie. What else is it? Let's go down the list. (laughs) It's a zoo movie. It's a zoo zoo movie. movie. This is a penguin movie if I've ever seen one. It's a goo movie. There's a a masquerade ball at one point. A masquerade ball ball movie. Guys dressed as the Tower of Pisa. It's also um, a political film. There's a Mm -hmm. a, a mayoral Mm -hmm. Or mayoral, mayoral. Mm-hmm. That's the word yeah, I'm trying yeah, to come yeah. up with. And election. We've just created this. It's a wine movie. You got to watch it movie. while drinking four glasses of wine. It's definitely and it's got to be a red because at any point it has to look like you have Blood. weird mm-hmm. goo coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yes, weird dark substances. Just. Um, I'm so happy. We have a wonderful, we have a wonderful, wonderful episode ahead of us. A wonderful guest. A wonderful evening. I wish it would start. Let's start it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my partner in crime, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi. Let's do a crime. (laughs) Okay, cool. Let's rob banks. Okay. Oh, damn it. We said it on the podcast. Fuck banks. Gotta stop saying all our crimes on the podcast. And our guest tonight... Fuck banks. Yeah, that's our our official policy. (laughs) By the way, this is our podcast policy. Sorry, we gotta get that out of the way. Now, hang on. If you work at a bank, you're cool. And I I respect the hustle. And you, you, I'm sure you're good at your job. But if you are a bank, fuck you. If you're Doug Bank, yeah. get <laughs> out of here. This movie has a lot to say about capitalism, I feel. so It does. You it, know? Does. it does. And we're going to get on into it with our guest tonight. She's a returning guest joining the Two Timers Club. You know her from all around the internet. She is returning after watching <laughs> Superman Returns. Yes. To watch the movie <laughs> Batman Returns. Who do we have? Emma Fife is Hello. on the show tonight. <laughs> Emma, thank you so much for coming back. I'm so delighted there to be here. Are thank you multiple so reasons much. this worked out beautifully and this worked out perfectly. Originally, we had uh, another friend of ours guesting or uh, uh, like scheduled to come and join us tonight, and mm-hmm. she couldn't make it. Mm. Danny Fernandez. Oh, Danny's great. Danny's wonderful. Danny yeah. wanted to do. She had sort of penciled in. Batman Returns months and months and months ago. Sure. And as it happens, Keller and I are bad at checking in with our guests and their schedule because she was like, well, now I'm the busiest person on the planet. Yeah. And we're like, hey, we have a podcast. <laughs> hey, really, do you want to come watch Batman really, and talk really, on our podcast? Really pathetically, really pathetically. But then um, she wasn't able to make it and it was the last one of the year and it wasn't a scramble or anything, but I was like, okay, who can we, oh my God. And Keller, I think whose idea was it to be like, we have to bring Emma back. 
Emma did Superman Returns. This is going to be yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forget which one of us was like. I think it was you. It was, I was like, we have to bring Emma back. And thankfully. I'm only going to come on for Returns episodes. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder how many hours there are. That's if, the, <laughs> if the cat returns is on uh, this list, I'm here for it. That's the new tradition. That's a new tradition. Well, there is a Return of the Jedi. Oh. We have to have you. Oh, I know. I oh. also love Return of the Jedi <laughs> as much as I love this movie. Wow. So. Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. We got to yeah. pencil you in for that. Uh, yep. Crap. Now I really want to look to see like when actually How many Returns that, movies there are. How many Returns are. movies there we are. We can the look list. it up. We have the technology. Yeah, there's an Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to look this up right now. I can see it. Like Hector is looking at it right. It's not strictly speaking an Excel spreadsheet. It's a Google Doc, but. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know the difference. Sorry. Yeah. Let's not Um, plug any of Microsoft (laughs) companies. (laughs) How many movies begin with return? Bad News Bears. None. Mm -hmm. But. That was close. Star Wars is it in here somewhere? Let's see. Here if we you go. Just, here like, we go. Nobody find return. Nobody, nobody's penciled in for return of. Oh, I am gonna do that. you got to put it's my name in number there. Number ninety-one. Ninety-one. So that yes. means you're coming in in year nine. You'll Great. of course be back before then. Great. But this is year two. You're coming back for year I nine. I see my name next to Superman Returns. By the way. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that's where your name is. Okay, Yay. so now we actually, we're so stupid. We have the all of the original Star Wars movies already penciled in. We have three guests. We've got Andrew Polito, Adam Lavick, and of course, Emma Fife. Adam got Empire Strikes Back. I did not know that happened. Good for him. He found out the um, password to that he Google. He hacked into the doc. <laughs> He's in for like 20 movies. It's like, against the rules, why, honestly. Why is Adam every third guest? <laughs> he's here. He's every, he's, yeah, he's every third guest. Uh, that's amazing. Okay, so Emma, we have a lot to talk about about this movie. Oh, the Godfather Returns. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Godfather Part 2, colon, Return of Don Vito. <clears throat> Yeah, we have a we have a bunch to talk about. Um, when you were first on the podcast and we watched Superman Returns, mm-hmm. we didn't have this thing set up yet. But then later, I sort of retroactively asked you, and you contributed a movie to the list of the oh, 500 yeah. greatest movies ever. You're one of our first. You were actually our first guest. You were our I very was. first guest yeah. ever. Wow! I feel so honored this to have been so the first cool. guest and to be here for the hundredth episode. This feels like this is, fate. It's yeah. momentous. This yeah. is yeah. Sometimes we plan things and sometimes we don't, and that's amazing. <laughs> Truly serendipitous. Yeah. <laughs> it was meant to be. The, the movie that you contributed, which thankfully you did not pick, Superman Returns. You picked Clueless. Oh, I Thank love Clueless. Thank you so much for not picking Superman Returns. A, a fucking classic. Oh, Clueless yeah. is so good. And hundred percent. Clueless Seriously. is a great movie that whenever we pull up the list and we show our guests hey we're asking you mm-hmm. to to come up with one movie since you're our first guest they kind of see that immediately and a lot of people have been like oh clueless that's great that's great so, so like it, it's that's i think we've had a few pick. people who wanted to put clueless mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. after you and but. we're like it's cool emma already picked it um so by the end of the podcast we will ask you to contribute yet again another okay. movie any movie in the world can be the one we watched tonight can be one you watched Earlier in the week, one you remember from childhood, whatever you want, Mm -hmm. any movie ever that you believe deserves to exist on a list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. So the first tradition of the podcast is Keller is going to tell us what movie we're talking about tonight. We're going to get into it. We're going to move past that and immediately talk about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Spoilers. (laughs) I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. So Keller. There's a large bit of this that's just about the costume. Okay. You do not have to read that if you don't want. But then it just like alludes to the thing that's about the costume in the blurb though. Mm. Okay. Do you want to, I mean, dude, it's your call. Fuck it. want to read the whole thing whatever you want to do it's so much and i'm not going to do that okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Keith Keller's nodding his head. Okay. We'll take a picture. Okay. Okay. Um, this is one of those really cool little, again, expanded write-ups for this mm-hmm. list. And it's, and it's a fantastic picture of Michelle Pfeiffer in the costume. Yeah. That I got to say, even all these years later, it's still one of the best superhero movie costumes, period. Oh, yeah. With a T, period. Fully. A D and fully a Fully concur. D and a T. Yeah. Take that, Chris yeah. Evans, Captain America costume. Yeah. Take it, Chris. <clears throat> take it, Chris. Um, Fuck. Keller. Are you even the best Chris? He's devastated. Who knows? Who is it at this oh, point? Who is boy. the best Chris? Every time I think he's the best Chris, but and then it's also, like, we he need, likes the we Patriots. We need some new blood in this. We need a new Chris on the scene. We need a new Chris on the scene. Christopher Walken. There we go. Oh, there we found is. the best Chris in this movie. 401 Batman Returns, mm. 1992. Director Tim Burton. Easily the better of the two Burton Batmans, Returns was most notable for a certain feline figure-hugging costume, dot, 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 and then a Bunch of shit about the costume. <laughs> pick, pick one thing about the costume. Your favorite detail, old British guy? The actress. Pfeiffer's willingness to step into the pregnant Annette Binning's catsuit was based on lifelong fandom. Mm. It does not say if it's for Catwoman or for Annette Binning. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is for Catwoman. So I can, I can was such you a that. fan. She loved Annette, Annette Binning. She wanted to wear anything no, Annette she wore. She was like distraught when she did not get this part originally. Annette? No, Michelle Pfeiffer. I always wanted to play the part and I always wanted to work with Tim Burton. Yeah. Then we got started. There was all this hoopla and I realized it was a tremendous responsibility. (laughs) Well, Michelle, if you're listening, you nailed it. Michelle... You're the you're you're the the best part about this movie mm-hmm. with with a bullet, the right? Best. With a bullet, the best. The number one thing about this movie with a bullet, number one with a bullet, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? With a bullet, mm-hmm. solid number two might be uh, the costume. <laughs> yeah, solid number three. Solid number two, uh, Christopher Christopher Walken. Walken. That's what yeah. I would say too. Solid number four, I Danny DeVitz. Here's the deal. He was fantastic. Yeah. I just am honestly repulsed by his character. That's oh, yeah. what's so that's good about it, though. Super yes. disgusting. He is repulsive to look at in here and everything. But So that's why I'm like, I think I like funny Bruce Wayne. Mm. You know, Keaton is just so charming in this, and he kind of gets to be a little bit funnier, and I yeah. like him. But he's barely in this movie. He, that And that is a fair criticism yeah. of this film that yeah. I think a lot of people have, uh, is that it's called Batman, but it's truly a Catwoman movie. I'm honestly very fine with it. I am too. I'm not mad about the lack of Batman. No. They did it with the first one too. It was the Jack Nicholson movie. Yeah, true. The true. other thing is too, is is I think, you know, for me coming into this movie as a kid, because it came out in 92, mm-hmm. I was six. Wow, when perfect this movie came age. Out. Had you seen the first one? Oh, yeah. So that was it like on VHS, uh-huh, on TV? Yeah, probably on Laserdisc. Nerd, awesome. Well yeah, done. my dad had a very extensive Laserdisc collection. I'm certain that we had it on Laserdisc. Um, but the 89 Batman was not my introduction to Batman. My introduction mm. to Batman was the 66 series with Adam West. Wow. So I, because that was on TV all the time when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I have vivid memories of watching it when I was really little, watching it at my grandparents' house, watching it early in the morning when I was a kid instead of watching like Sesame Street, even though I did watch Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers and all that as well. I just also really loved the 66 Batman. And there were multiple cat women in oh, that. Oh, there sure were. Eartha Kitt was yeah. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. Did you yeah. find that on your own? 
Or did someone introduce you to uh, my parents? Okay, probably. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure my parents did. Okay. My parents are, are nerds and okay. introduced me mm-hmm. to yeah. all that La- kind of extensive stuff. Extensive laser disc collection. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so like you're six years old. You're mm-hmm. already familiar mm-hmm. enough with the world of Batman. Yes. And so on, you go to the theater. And on top. Oh, yeah. I went to a movie theater. And on top of that, I liked the 89 Batman, mm-hmm. but I liked watching the Adam West series more because of the character of Catwoman. Yeah. Because I loved that character and she was on the show so often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was one of the major recurring Plus villains Batgirl. on it. Oh, yeah. So I feel course. like there was, and I'm not really that much of an expert on the original show. I yeah. feel like the the Adam West show had more of a sort of a balance between male and female characters. And it was always kind of an ensemble show. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing is it was very much the hip thing to do was to guest star on Batman as a villain back in the day. And so for me, it wasn't about Batman so Mm -hmm. much as it was about all of the characters on Batman. And And they gave you, yeah. And they gave you such a look at all of the villains, even if they were very cartoonish and over the top, they were intentionally. So like, that's Mm -hmm. the thing about the 66 series Mm -hmm. is it was campy at the time it was made. It was Mm -hmm. not meant to be taken seriously, which is very much how both Tim Burton films, but particularly this one is. It can't be on purpose. It can't be on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And so I came into this movie being so, so excited because Catwoman was going to be in it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I am Michelle Pfeiffer. I loved that character. And I was reading um, some background on her and how she really wanted to play this role and how when she was young and first discovered that character, she said she felt like she was starting to be aware mm-hmm. of her own sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is very much what this character represents. It's a real feat that she pulled off that this very sexy character, because that costume is sexy as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, can confirm. But girls want to wear that costume also. Yes. Because it's sexy, but it's empowering. Like she is 100% mm-hmm. in control of her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing and there's yeah. a wonderful rebirth sequence yeah. and all of the gender uh, there's a blurb about it oh, oh really? the oh, stitching oh, oh. tim burton describes this as representing the patchwork fragmentation of her character mm. brilliant mm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. uh yeah really everything that's surrounding the catwoman character for as different than the comic book as she was sure which again, I think she was different and Mm -hmm. that's fine because these movies were not concerned with doing that. They were not looking at the comic books and being like, let's do an earnest, honest adaptation of the comic books as accurate as we can. You know, let's move in that direction. This was about Tim Burton making his Tim Burton movie. Mm -hmm. It was bigger and bolder than the first one. Mm -hmm. It was darker Right, it was. Oh, full, I remember full Tim Burton. this movie being so scary Dude, when I it's saw it. Ter- as a kid. And you saw the it at six. Is I was six years old. So scary. I saw the That's movie theater. Up. Yeah. That's pretty fucked That's up. That's fucked mm-hmm. up. But also, I can see how a six-year-old seeing this would have the these versions of this character imprinted mm-hmm. on them forever. So so much. Yeah. I mean, I when I was little and I saw this movie, again, I always loved the character of Catwoman. I loved mm-hmm. that character on the Adam West show, but this was when I went to my mom and was like, I want that Catwoman costume. Yeah, no kidding. And, what, was and she was like, no. <laughs> my mom was like, no. But We you can get a trash bag but, and try and make <laughs> no, something. No, no, no. She did, she did um, make me the mask and she wow. put the white stitching on the outside. That's and everything. Awesome. It wasn't made out of vinyl. It was made out of like cotton. Sure. Um, and so then cool. I wore, I think she just put stitching on like a turtleneck top and black leggings. 
And you I had a, a tail and a whip and I was ready to rock and roll. And turn around whipping people. And my mom also <laughs> had, because uh, before she was pregnant, her feet were like a lot. They they grew like a whole size after she had kids. So her feet were a bit smaller. Your mom? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she had these boots that I could like almost wear. They were too big for me, but I could almost wear them. Catwoman <laughs> boots? like heeled wow. boots. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. So you have this real strong connection to this character. I do. So let me ask you this. We'll start with you. Uh, was there anything with watching it tonight mm. that you picked on, picked up on that is different? What do you, what, what's there, something you the, like? The biggest thing that I feel like I picked up on this mm-hmm. time was so much of the commentary on the treatment of women at the yes. time. Yes. Um, my favorite thing was all the stuff that was being advertised at her on her answering machine where they're that's like, what, yeah. if you get this perfume, then you'll be able to seduce your boss. Like that's okay. And that's what women should be wanting to do. Cause that's mm-hmm. the best you're ever going to get. And mm-hmm. her just like tearing the answering machine out of the wall and throwing shit. I, I, I've always yeah. loved that scene where she tears up her whole apartment, but it just took on this whole other level. And also the other thing I really picked up on was how smart and capable she actually already was before the Catwoman transformation. Yes. And it was just that when she became Catwoman, she felt free to express what she was always feeling inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, watching it, watching the, the the mild-mannered version of Selena Kyle is really interesting and that little moment in the boardroom that she has before, like, she kind of chastises herself and she's like, oh, what? I, more of a question. Like, she was so mad at the way that she, mm-hmm. like, wasn't, like, kind of didn't take her shot in the sort of right way in that really tricky, yes. precarious male boardroom 100%. where they were like, oh, we haven't trained her yet. Ha, 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 that, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, watching it made me go, I think that this is what Patty Jenkins is going to take inspiration from for Cheetah in Wonder Woman 84. You saw the trailer for Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Kristen Wiig basically looks like pre- She does. She does. Selena oh, Kyle. yeah. Like she, with the glasses and the hair and, and everything. And she doesn't have like, the costume yet. I know. But and Cheetah, it's going to be a cat costume. Dude, I can't wait. It's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be... I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a patchwork version of they, Cheetah. And like the thing with is, the little stitching in it. That'd be a cool take, callback. They should take inspiration Agreed. from this film. Definitely. Because it's DC. It's, yeah. They should like call back, fall back on that legacy and, you know, you know what I mean? Pay Absolutely. homage to that. It's just like well, how I always wanted, like, I wish that there was like a Batman movie before Adam West died where Adam West played the mayor. That kind of oh, thing. You know yeah, what I mean? That level yeah. of like, oh, that's so fun. Like when there was a Hulk movie and they had a little picture of Bill Bixby on the TV. Like that level of like, that shit's cool. Mm-hmm. Do that. You know, or the Spider-Man legacy theme. Yeah, yeah, using the little Spider-Man 60s theme for a minute and then going into the movie like that kind of stuff yeah that would be great yeah yeah I like uh, that. so emma give us your overall thoughts on the movie as it stands now i feel like the answer to the question we'll ask you is going to be yes but do you think it deserves to exist on the list of the 500 greatest movies ever made and just how do you feel about the movie 2019 end of the decade you're the age that you are right now mm-hmm. you have lived the life that you lived how do you feel about Batman Returns? Go. Uh, yes, it should definitely still be on the mm-hmm, list. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> here's my thing about Batman Returns. Uh, it is such a good Tim Burton film. Yes. I would say the same thing about Thor Ragnarok. Such a good Taika Waititi film. Mm. Or the original Guardian. Actually, both Guardians movies. Sure. Such a good James Gunn film. Yeah. I think that this is your first example of a superhero movie mm-hmm. being made by a director 
whose vision is their style of filmmaking first. Yes. First, yeah, exactly. And I'd say because of that, it might make it the best of this era of superhero movies. I think so. Yeah, probably. I don't know if it's my favorite again because because it's just like, you know, your mileage may vary on Tim Burton. And also it doesn't matter where, when does that start? Superman? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You could say that it starts with Superman 1978. You could say that it starts with sure. Batman 1989 as like kind of a new revamp in like the 90s comic yeah. book movies that were all over the Everybody was all trying to do... All over the map. Everybody was trying to do Tim Burton Batman. Yes. Nobody could. And so I think that that is the thing is that is that because Tim Burton had such a strong vision of what he wanted the film to be and then kind of just put Batman characters in it right. almost, right. it really works. And mm-hmm. even though, yeah... Sure, it's a product of its generation, but like the Adam West TV series, which holds up because it was meant to be campy, this also holds up because it was meant to be super Mm -hmm. theatrical. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about uh, when we were watching the movie, uh, Christopher Walken's wig. Amazing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it is a lace front wig. You can tell it's a lace front wig. They're not (laughs) trying to hide the fact that it is a wig. All the sets, all the music. It is. They filmed it all in sound stages. Mm -hmm. Like they did not film outside. In Burbank. Yeah. The first movie they shot in London, but this one was all. Yes, this was uh, Universal and Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. They look great. Um, Yeah. And it's like. Want to go to the zoo? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of the same way. uh, Well, actually different. I'm not trying to equate these movies at all. Because I think for a long time, well, famously, a lot of comic book fans mm. disliked the Adam West show. Because I think for many, many years, that was the only Batman. And more importantly, sure. that was how the public at large viewed the character. So I think yeah. a lot of comic book fans took Dolores Umbridge with that. And they're like, oh, that bugs me. The same way I'm pissed at the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds movie. Because I'm like, no, no, no. That movie did such a disservice. Yeah, you're like, I love that character. That it poisoned yeah. the brand. And now people think that Green Lantern is shitty. I'm like, oh, what a bummer, right? Mm. But with these movies, since these movies, especially because Batman is the most popular superhero character like there's so many versions of batman there's been more movie versions of batman within a couple of years we've had one and now we're going to get a new version of batman with a cast that is bonkers amazing bananas and i can't wait like (laughs) zoe kravitz is gonna crush it as catwoman or selena kyle paul dano as the riddler like it's 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 amazing and i'm so looking forward to that it's even if at one point i did not love the burton and then schumacher batman movies the way that other movie fans mm-hmm. did because I'm coming at it from, ah, they're doing the mm-hmm. characters a disservice. It's not full comic booky, and now people think that Batman is kind of campy again, or that like a character like like um, Poison Ivy or Penguin are. That's not how they are. They're like this way. Mm-hmm. Now these four movies and the first two from Burton are so not inconsequential, but they can't hurt me anymore. That we're getting new Batman. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Gr- I do. Green Lantern, no more. For yeah. the foreseeable future, so yeah. it bums me out. But the uh, but a few weeks ago, when I took my trip and I was on that really nice plane ride, I saw X Men: Dark Phoenix, and I thought it was fine. Yeah, because that movie franchise can't hurt me anymore. They're done. Do you see what I'm saying? They're I, not, th- those X Men movies are. They're not going to keep making those. No, we'll eventually thank get goodness. right. <laughs> yeah. I haven't liked any no. of them. We'll ev- I like things about them. I love Fastbender. Sure, sure, sure. So, oh, right. So right. I had a blast watching Fastbender just be super good looking Fastbender yeah. and like, you know, James McAvoy's amazing, but these things where I'm like, this is cool. I would be bummed if they kept making this series, yes. but since they stopped and now Disney Marvel has been like, we'll eventually do X-Men. I'm like, it's going to be great. So are you saying you wouldn't 
like, let's say yeah. they decided, you know what, Tim Burton, you can make six <laughs> more Batman movies. Yes, I would be bummed. Because You'd be bummed? I would be bummed because... What if because they were separated? What if they that's were... The, that's the key. Yeah. But then even the more you do that, the more it dilutes... The Burton-verse. Do you know what I mean? It dilutes the, yeah. the brand. Like, as I was saying during the movie, I love things about this world, mm-hmm. and I love the full-on creative energy of Tim Burton. Yeah. I love the costumes. Oh, I yeah. Love this the music, is him at his best. And <laughs> it's of its time and everything, but like, I love Hector seeing is the... a Batman brand ambassador. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keller, Keller and I are just the plebs over here that yeah, are like, yeah, we yeah. like Batman no, movies. I yeah. feel... Do whatever the fuck you want. Guys, it's this cool. is the thing. It's like, I felt the same way with the Raimi Spider-Mans. Sure. The first couple that came out when I was in high school and, and, and um, college, I think. I was like, I love these movies. These are the best because this is Spider-Man movie, and that's it. Yeah. And the, the when, when then when they movie. and when they changed to the Andrew Garfield ones, I was like, okay. Now this is Spider-Man <laughs> movie. And I'm like, okay, okay. How do we how do we make this the best it can be? You know how how do you deal with that as a fan? Mm-hmm. And it made the and Sam Raimi movies. They did it with Tom Holland, and then Spider Verse came out. Exactly. And then your yeah. little head <laughs> but exploded. But even with oh, with Spider Verse and, and and uh, like yeah. the Tom Holland version. I love that Spider-Verse is animated and yeah, I love that it embraces that. And I also think that just for that like brand, it does help like the public at large sure. to, to be able to like differentiate. Can I just say, I was thinking about this, about this movie mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like building characters and relationships, which is very much what this is about. Because yes. again, Tim Burton wasn't really concerned with making a Batman movie. Correct. He was concerned with making a movie. And, he, and uh, again, I want to set the record straight. I think that he took the right inspiration mm-hmm. from like the Batman comics yes. and stuff that he looked at or the TV show or whatever it was. And I think on a lot of levels, he understands Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. It's like and, Christopher you know, Nolan. It's like, you yeah. can say the same thing about sure. his movies. Totally. Like, yeah. He understands, he understands things the about bones. Bane, but like didn't get Bane. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like yeah. he understands things about Catwoman, but didn't quite. Well, and I, yeah. and I see the, the fear because I think, the Tim Burton Batman movies, obviously the first one, there was more regulation. It was still very Burton, but not to the level of this film. Yeah. This film is full on Tim Mm -hmm. Burton. And then Mm -hmm. you get into the Joel Schumacher ones and they're, and he kept that going. He did. And he didn't, and it was just campy. It lost the horror edge right. that the Tim Burton movies right. have. But but because exactly. we said there's real moments of like scary. Oh yeah, violence. And, and I mean the penguin is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Or when she That's a, yeah Michelle Pfeiffer falls. Oh to yeah, her she gets pushed out a window. Death. It's terrifying. That yeah. shot. Yeah. Keller, you said it's like a Sam Raimi shot. It's mm-hmm. so it's so visceral and mm-hmm. so quick. And I'm glad you pointed out, Emma, that like the Schumacher movies, they didn't have that edge. Yeah. Because it frustrates me when comic book fans say, "Oh, the Schumacher Batman's are bad because they're unlike the comic." Where I'm like, dude, that's not the, even what Burton was doing. These are unlike the comics, exactly. But they're good movies. He, exactly. Listen, Schumacher only did it because he had Tim Burton's like, like seal of approval. Mm. Tim Burton said, "Go and do it." And Schumacher was coming off of like hit after hit after hit in like the late '80s, early '90s, and he was seen as somebody who could carry that vision yes. of campy, and he got but the also biggest stars. Spooky. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm so I'm not even mad at him. And uh, to kind of try to sum up with what I'm saying. I would love to see more from this world, but I am glad that this is not the sort of end-all, be-all version of Batman that pop culture has kind of glommed onto. When we had Robert Wool from the first Batman movie do a cameo on the CW, Crisis on Infinite Mm -hmm. Earths, I love that, and I was like, I want to see more. I want to see more. And it was hinted that, like, Bruce Wayne married Selina Kyle, like, Keaton ends up with, you know, I'm like, yes, that's great. And I would love to see, like, a comic book explore, like, what happens next. And and speaking of... Batman and Catwoman. Mm. I cannot think of another 
comic book adaptation where I am as invested in the relationship between any like any romantic let, relationship. Let me throw a couple your way, but okay. they're not even going to come close. Okay. Pepper Potts and Tony Stark. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. But that doesn't come close. I know, it doesn't. Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers. Yeah, again. Kind of. Kind of. Right, but doesn't come. Like Star-Lord and Gamora. Great. Yeah. But it's also a little. We all know Hector's is Peter Parker, Mary Jane. That's what's it up. It will be forever. <laughs> That's what's up. You knew what he was going to. You know he was building I, up to it. No, no. He was building up to it. Not trying. He was going to go through all I, of them. I'm a big like, what fan. about the Hulk and whoever her yeah, girlfriend yeah. was? Eddie Rojas. No. I am a big fan of the uh, of the Zendaya MJ. Which sure. their chemistry in that movie as a part one to that yeah. relationship. I'm like, great. Keep, yeah. keep it going. Keep it going. But dude, in terms of like sexiness and this chemistry. movie is so horny it's Ooh, so she horny. licks his face dude and like you he accept kisses. it and, and then he licks it. his lips after yeah. she licks yep. his face. oh yeah mm-hmm. he's into her from moment one and i yeah, i love it and they're both so stupid they don't realize this. So but good. the moment where so they're good. at the masquerade ball and they do realize it is so well, let's go talk outside it's so beautiful and heartbreaking mm-hmm. because what you're seeing from her perspective is that she, like, she legitimately is into Bruce Wayne. Likes she, and trusts. Yeah, she likes him. She trusts him. She feels like he's somebody who gets her because they both are dealing with this dual mm-hmm. identity kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's what kind of tears them apart. And her final conversation with him down in the sores where she's like, I'd love to run away with you and live in your castle. Couldn't but like that, I couldn't live with myself. So that's not good. real. And when they figure it out, which is awesome. Selena, do you remember what Selena says? As soon as they both figure it out when they're dancing, Selena says, "Oh, oh does this mean do we, we have, have to, to fight to now? Start, start fighting? fighting? Yeah, so good. So like this relationship totally just eclipses. And I really like her in the movie, and I kind of feel bad for her. The Kim Basinger, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, Vicky Vale in the first. Yeah, Batman. she does not get enough. Doesn't get enough at all. That yeah. whole script and the way that that well, not first... even Batman gets enough, and then Dude. Batman's love interest doesn't get anything. Yeah. I know it's tough. Joker gets a lot in that movie. Jack Nicholson Joker. Mm-hmm. I understand why he but... gets more time with Vicky Vale than, than Batman does. does. <laughs> and and every male female relationship in that first Batman movie, it is weird and mm-hmm. it is like like misogynistic and yes. so like gross and vi- like i'll point out one thing because i rewatched batman before doing returns mm. tonight the first one the this a scene where the joker goes back to confront um jack palance's character you know mm. my number one guy oh yeah jack. yeah yeah he goes back to confront him because jack nicholson was having an affair with like his girlfriend so he comes back after he learns that jack palance had tried to kill jack napier um you know and he turned into the joker and he comes back and he goes you did this for a woman a woman like he's screaming at like how dare you another man try to kill me over a one like a measly yeah. woman and it, there's so many attitudes like that throughout the movie and i know even which is vicky vale is such like such a weird juxtaposition such, to this movie. such a weird juxtaposition to this movie but you know which, what it is it's that screenwriter of heathers mm-hmm. that's the key keller, keller and i saw heathers for the first time this year because it's, it's on the, this list. the first so time you'd ever seen Heather's. Oh, yeah. so we didn't good. expect it to be like we expected yeah. to like you it. You know what? I yeah. I was talking to another guy who just saw Heather's for the first Heather's time is this like year, amazing. and he was like, 
that it gets movie written is off so hard. Baller. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's fantastic. It's and excellent. We also saw Dirty Dancing for the first time this year. Also, a perfect yeah. movie. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. It's so good. It's so and good. these and these three movies, what they have. Like, we're gonna in have to common. do our top tens of the year soon. And, and Heather's and Dirty Dancing. They're both in for sure yeah. in there. But what I love about all three of these movies is that I feel like they, and maybe I'm wrong. I feel like they are the exception to the rule of the uh, of the time that they came out in which is the rule is is that movies are about men they're made by men they're for men and these three movies come out of this earth and they're just like we are women-centric movies very much something to say about that and we are going to find success despite what like the trends Mm -hmm. say and we'll find success with men and women because we're good fucking movies this movie definitely does that Mm -hmm. and I I, it's one of the things this movie does tremendously well which is with the Catwoman character rather than trying to defeminize her to give her strength they hyper feminize her Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. just like owns it Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely it's so good staunch but it's also in a Batman movie rather than Heathers or Dirty Dancing sure like absolutely it's in fucking Batman she, that every she, bro went and saw fucking mm-hmm. Batman. She's not the title character, but she's the lead character. She's, she's the fucking the lead, lead character. character. Easily the best performance. Overall thoughts. Good movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah everybody's fucking great in it. Mm-hmm. I love Danny DeVito. And mm-hmm. I said that he could play the penguin now. Not that penguin, sure. but he could play a new uh, version penguin, of the penguin sure. and fucking Absolutely. crush it. Look, all of these four Batman movies... Uh, the Schumachers included. I think they were well cast Very to begin well with. Cast. I think Uma Thurman could play an amazing Pamela Isley. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger could play a good Victor Freeze. I think in, we should definitely team up Tommy yeah. Lee Jones and Jim Carrey again. again. See yeah. how they like each other now. Can I t- can I tell <laughs> can I can I tell you guys a dumb admission? Yep. Better be good. Here's a real dumb. I said a dumb thing earlier today, something about deja vu. You guys looked at me like I was stupid, and I felt real embarrassed. No, what's Here's that? Like, I had a dream. You were there. You were there. It just—it yeah. was a little wizard boss. It was. It was. Here's another. Everybody was thing. in black and white. Here's another embarrassing thing. I don't believe in an afterlife. I don't. That's not embarrassing. But wait. What oh the boy. Fuck? Oh no. If there <laughs> were. Doesn't believe in an afterlife. If there were one, I have had this thought as a kid okay. in, into my young we're adulthood. All going to <laughs> if, if there is an afterlife, then that means that there probably isn't a hell, but like some no. kind of a some kind of an afterlife, right? Yeah. If there's an afterlife where you can go and you have sort of like infinite time and you can You're going to tell you us what see, you do. It'd be special features. We all know. Mm-hmm. No. What I would do is I would write four Batman movie scripts and I would go and get Do that now. I would go and get Afterlife, Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh Afterlife, God, and all of these people in heaven would be in their prime <laughs> Right? Think yeah, about this. Yeah. And I would be like, hey, Uma Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I know you guys, I don't know how, how you feel about it now, but we're all angels floating in heaven. Would you like to help me make a Batman movie? Here's a script I wrote. And he'd be like, Hector, this is fantastic. Are you going to justify Arnold Schwarzenegger being <laughs> yes. Mr. Freeze? I love how you took my physicality and incorporated it into the character. That's fantastic. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And it would, everybody would be just so down and be like, let's make this movie. And then I would screen it and everybody would be like, this is fantastic. I God would be like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus would be like, good job, Hector. (laughs) Yeah, dude, they'd all high five. You know what? You can stay here in heaven. So dope. (laughs) That's how Hector like paces away. (laughs) 
They'd be like, okay, you can come okay. in, but what are your plans? Yep. And I'd be like, picture this. Doctor's like, get ready. Batman v Superman, Here's, the Navarro yeah. cut. <laughs> Here's my Pokemon yeah. movie. Oh, and they would be like, Hector, we should have let you die sooner. We got to get this movie going. This Let's start great. Earth over again. Yeah. <laughs> Some stupid movie executives. We got to make Pokemon. Start like, Earth over. We're like, man, we messed up. We should have found you, kid. You're uh, You yeah. got all the right ideas. Yeah. Anyway, we're all in heaven now. That's great. That's great. I loved your movie. And then. You know, Benjamin Franklin's mm-hmm. like, good movie. And I'm like, you're racist. Yeah. What are you doing here? And Gandhi's like, hey, I love your movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> you're like, I get why you're here. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, apparently Gandhi yeah, was shady yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would just question everybody. Why are you here, Arnold Schwarzenegger? You're an awful man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I did have I, that thought. I do. Why are any of us here, just, dude? Just on, <laughs> a, on a side note, my dream of an afterlife, if there is one, is literally just what we see in the movie Coco, mostly because mm. I want to ride around on a giant neon panther version of one of my cats in Ooh, the afterlife. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I have yeah. another version of an afterlife where it's mm-hmm. just basically um, the world of Star Trek and you get to be on a USS Enterprise of your choosing with your crew that you pick and all the people you love and you just explore the universe forever. I'm in. Yeah. I have a vision up. of the afterlife where Hector just makes you watch all of Star Trek <laughs> for eternity. <laughs> In the in the grand scheme of things, it would really be a blink of eternity. It's you'd just start it over. Through all of Star Trek. You'd start it over. No, and afterwards, and by the like, end, you'd be like, "I've written six no, more dude. seasons of Star no. Trek." Yeah. At the end of it, I would look to you in your heaven eyes and be like, "Keller, will you be my first mate of the USS Navarro?" And you'd be like, "No, dude." I'd be like, gonna "Yeah, we're gonna build a spaceship in heaven. Anything yourself? is possible." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd name it after yourself. I don't know. No. What an asshole. You should name it after me, your first mate. (laughs) I was like, not to get too off track, but did you hear that that first planet they were on in the Mandalorian is called Navarro? Oh, yeah. Amazing. It was great. I had a a friend uh, tweet at me, and I hadn't seen the episode yet, and I was like, what? I don't understand this reference. He's like, oh, you got to watch The Mandalorian. And I was like, it came out like 30 minutes ago. (laughs) I'll get it. It's good. Yeah, The Mandalorian goes to a planet. Or, yeah, and then Ming-Na. Ming-Na Wen is like, Heard what happened on Navarro, and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> my name's my name is is eth- ethnic enough to be a Star Wars planet. <laughs> <laughs> cool, thanks, guys. That's great. Oh, they better go to Knoblock. <sighs> yeah, Knoblock. Um, we got to go to the Fife system. That sounds cool. <laughs> it does. It does. Cool. Fuck, it does. That sounds really cool. Uh, Someday you really are the best captain. That's how much of a dork I am. Is in the Star Trek heaven, I'd be like, "Well, I can't be captain." <laughs> in the Star Trek heaven, I'm not qualified. You were the captain yeah, on your Star what Trek show. What would you be? Show. What would you be though? I'd probably be like the historian. The historian is that a person on ship? Yep. What do they do? They, uh, this looks old. They fall in love with. Uh, Let me carbon date this. Yeah, well, real they, old. They fall in love with Ricardo Montalban when they unfreeze Ricardo Montalban. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see, Whoops. is that what you're going to do? You're just going to yep. fall in love with mm. the Ricardo Montalban? I'll be like, this is he's for the eugenics wars. And then I'll fall in love with him. So my overall thoughts on Whoa. Batman Returns are <laughs> I think it. I think it's a better not movie enough than, Star Trek. I think yeah. it's a better movie than the first Batman. Easy. Yeah, really that's do. what the magazine yeah. says. Hector. I know. And, Easy. and yeah. going into it, I was like, I think I still like you got to say something more than the magazine. Go, yeah. Going into it, I thought I was going to like the first one more again, just because of its sort of proximity sure. to the comics. Yeah, it's I personally think the first on, one's boring, especially yeah. compared to this one. We yeah, are, this one's exciting. Yeah, this one. OK, the first Batman movie, the first again, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, even moments of the first Richard Donner Superman movie. They are boring yeah, because they are. we have come so far, which is insane to think about mm-hmm. where superhero movies are today. It is 
incredible to think about what what like we've got Wonder Woman movie. We've had Avengers. You don't have Endgame. to tell us all the we've superhero all the movies. Superhero but, everybody knows who you are and but, what your deal is. Yeah, there there are parts of these movies that are uh, quaint now, and it's only, they've only been around for just yeah. a few decades. But because you know we have like but well, so like, of movies. Yeah, I, I think true. that Keller, maybe you were the one that commented on how long one of the scenes was mm-hmm. in this. Like oh yeah, how mm-hmm. long they just let us have a scene of two well, people talking and to it each other. was yeah. Danny DeVito and Christopher Walken. Yeah. So like yeah. let them have the longest yeah. scene. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That Both was playing the craziest characters yeah. ever. I yeah. also just I brought you this a is fish. a this is a really weird comment to make, but I love how this movie is color graded. Mm-hmm. It's um, not weird at all. You know what I mean? Yes. Like beautiful because especially because and I and don't get me wrong, I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe films yeah. overall. It's like a really great collection of films, but they color grade them all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no so and nothing like, defining them. No, style-wise. no, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they all look kind of gray because they're going for this more realistic look, and so the blacks in those movies aren't truly black. They're mm-hmm. kind of a dark gray, mm-hmm. but in this, it's like black, 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 and mm-hmm. like really bright reds. So you reds really see the neon. Yeah. 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 You the can purple see... tint to the yes. black goo coming oh, out of his mouth. Great. Yeah. Uh, great. I'm not going to stop talking about that goo. That gothic look, it, you can see the inspiration for like maybe my, my favorite Gotham. My favorite version of Batman is the animated series. And oh that yeah, this inspiration drew yeah. inspiration directly. Big time. That drew Big drew time. inspiration directly from yeah. these films. Yeah, very much absolutely. so. Uh, so yeah, that's those are my overall thoughts. Are like, um, I I I wonder if and when I would show these movies to say, for example, a kid. Well, right, uh, five, five six years old. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not, yeah, saying yeah, yeah. I'm not even saying like at necessarily what age, but I'm no, even no. saying like what order do you introduce a kid to Batman? To Batman, yeah, because we have and a what, lot of Batman options. Yes. So and which uh, we and, didn't and, when and I was animated called. Batman show yeah. as a baby. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then kind of let that keep going, and then yeah. or even like you the know. animated '60s Batman show. Yeah, as a kid, <laughs> yeah. start with that, oh, the and then go on to Batman or animated. Like, uh, then go on to live action Batman, Batman and Robin and B. Then, Scooby-Doo in the gang. Yeah, yeah, that Those too. Are great. Those are uh, great. Yeah, Batman but, and the Harlem Globetrotters or whatever but, they did. But definitely not. It's not going to be a kid's first introduction of the Tim Burton and Beyond Batman movies, but somewhere in the middle, mm. I feel like it's a good like try these on, and they'll be like, "These are this is crazy." Yeah. But you give yeah, them, yeah, you yeah. show them Batman Begins at like nine and blow their maybe head yeah, up. but th- yeah, I think I, you 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 do these before the Christopher Nolan ones, right? I think so, right? Because if you do it because the opposite these are, order, this is they're yeah. gross, but they're kids' movies. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of totally kids' movies were fucking gross kids. as hell mm-hmm. back in the day. Because that's the thing is, like, we're all looking at it going, "Damn, this movie's horny." Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I didn't get that. No. <laughs> but also, David DeVito's fucking disgusting. <laughs> he's real like gross. To, yeah. Super Ugh. gross. I, he's, he Super says gross. some awful things. In oh, this. I know. Oh, yeah, and that's what I liked is that the the Max Shrek character and the DeVito's penguin are overtly, overtly disgustingly misogynistic and misogynistic mm-hmm. versus like the again the first Batman movie I'm like I feel like everybody's kind of misogynistic but yes. in this one Selena Kyle has some some specific characters to like mm-hmm. go up against you know and I think Bruce and her their dynamic is so good it's really yeah. good it's really good I just like I am spoiled because I want more 
without looking at this movie and going, oh, I just, I wish Tim Burton, Tim Burton wasn't limited to like, I've got two hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and, uh, and I'm sitting here going, well, I want to see more of Bruce Wayne. I want to see more of Bruce. I want to see more of Bruce. I want to see more of this. More yeah. Cause that. I mean, again, Michael Keaton's in maybe 20 minutes of this movie. Um, <laughs> and he's great, but he's fantastic yeah. for all of the, he makes every second mm-hmm. he is on screen count. He really does. And the costume was awesome. The Batman costume. The Catwoman oh, yeah. one is, is still kind of amazing to this day. I, I really have no notes. But the Batman costume in certain moments, you're like, yeah, even from Batman, we've come so far with the costume. He really cannot move his head. He cannot move he, his head. When he rips the thing off, I'm like, you can see when he doesn't have the eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, yeah. just little touches like that. What if they teamed up for an old man Batman thing again? I mean, a part of me would, would love want to that? see that. But another part of me is like, I think Don't do done. a continuation. Here's, here's what yeah. I'm happy about. This is so stupid, but I really am happy that Michael Keaton's uh, in the MCU. Yeah, he's I Vulture. He's yeah. great. Michelle Pfeiffer is Janet Van Dyne. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, who else? Annette Benning is in the MCU. She's like who the original to be Captain Marvel. Why yeah. isn't Danny DeVito yet, though? Hmm. I don't know. That who seems like a tremendous be. oversight. Yeah, who can yeah. he play? He who could he definitely play? just do voice acting for somebody. And don't say Wolverine. Some yeah, alien. He can do, yeah, yeah, he can just be like an eight. He, could, he should just be in Guardians 3. Yeah. 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 There's a bunch of characters he could play. Mm-hmm. Keanu, I'm calling it right now, he's going to play the Silver Surfer. That'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I support it. Yep. Or he'll probably play Adam Warlock. Either one of those two. Yeah, I could see him as Adam mm-hmm. Warlock for mm-hmm. sure. Because Adam Warlock is a one and done character. You really only need him for like one movie. But Silver Surfer gets some other young dude and you can play him for a couple movies. Sure. But it's you know? all CG anyway. So yeah. you just get somebody yeah. to you get Keanu to do the voice the whole time. I think the thing is that I, if Keanu's going to be in, want, I want, I want it to Keanu be Keanu. To be in Keanu should be painted gold and walking around as Adam Warlock because Adam Warlock is supposed to be the perfect human. So when you... Right. Yeah, it, and Just you tell me that's Keanu. Keanu. Reeves gold? I'm Great. in. Got did it. it. I'm, a, I'm perfect. You'd be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> I'm the keeper of the soul stone. <laughs> Great. I love it. Um, all right. Oh, man, I want Keanu doing yeah. so much weird MCU exposition. Just <laughs> saying. Okay, you're Star-Lord, right? Yeah. And these are your guardians of the galaxy. Well, I'm Adam Warlock. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just having fun because it's fun to do. It's fun to do that, like that, like that, Keanu. That, He's doing a lot of handwork that yeah, you guys are missing. That Keanu energy of like I'm excited, but I don't know what I'm doing. Um, Anything else Keanu left to say always knows what he's doing. about Batman Returns? Batman Returns. Guys, better watch it. Show it Superman to your six-year-old. Oh, much better than Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. Show it to your Sorry, people yeah. make logical choices in this movie. Yeah, uh, true. Well, for the most part. Yeah, no. There's yeah. compelling villains in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was another thing, I think, because obviously, like, Catwoman, Catwoman's always been sort of danced the line Love it. between villain and I mean she's never really a hero but mm-hmm. she's not per se just a nefarious villain and mm-hmm. she certainly always had this back and forth kind of thing with Batman we'll team um, which, up with Batman which, when necessary yeah, which mm-hmm. certainly existed in the in the Adam West series mm-hmm. um and in the comic uh, books and yeah. yeah totally um so seeing her in this role uh, seeing the cat this version of Catwoman as a kid where again they did such a good job with the whole sort of dancing the line thing mm-hmm. i i felt I, it it made me interested in sort of morally gray characters yeah. from a very very young age that checks out that checks out whereas my i don't know what was my exposure to stuff when i in a young age spider-man which always just made me more interested in like the morally good characters yeah yeah that checks out <laughs> 
Um, but it's also just how tragic, like how how awful everybody is to her. Like oh, yeah. I don't care at all no. that Cobblebot got thrown into a nope. into a toxic at a, as a baby. Yeah. But I was like, because mm-hmm. I I have seen oh this into movie. the river as the baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have seen this movie the least of all the Batmans mm-hmm. to where at the end I'm like oh man she's getting shot oh, she's gonna die and she kept getting shot and she's yeah. like five six lives. seven you know yeah, yeah she has nine lives at the end when she lifted her head and she's in the last shot in the movie great great, great final shot well I think too you know it, it is an interesting sort of juxtaposition you have with the character of Catwoman and and the character of the Penguin because you're seeing these two people who have been treated badly by society obviously mm-hmm. his is that he's been outcast so much and it's 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 a very interesting commentary in a way mm-hmm. that you have a man who feels like he is entitled mm. to have whatever woman he wants to have a, a good job and 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 that's all exacerbated by Max Shrek trying to push him into this mayoral campaign where he's mm-hmm. like basically trying to use him because he knows that if he's the mayor then he can control him and mm-hmm. he's sick and tired of the current mayor who like isn't such a bad person, it turns out. <laughs> He's just kind of there. Um, versus Selena Kyle, who also is like treated horribly by society, but because she's a woman and all women to a certain extent are treated really badly by society, mm-hmm. there's no sense of entitlement. It's just like a her being like, I'm coming back, yeah. baby, and I'm going to get shit done. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's not about um, her rising the ranks in the corporate like no. she comes in she comes in and she has almost this like like an office space when Ron Livingston's character stops giving a shit and he mm-hmm. comes back into the office like I don't care Bob this and that Bob and there's just great sense of empowerment yes. and he can just kind of do his own thing um I really like that and the bummer is of it is is that multiple characters in the movie were telling Oswald Cobblepot if maybe if you just dressed differently like we would ex- like they were almost kind of giving him ways out to still to just live a functional life but yeah. he was still regressing to his like tendencies like and his, biting a guy's nose yeah off. which is like you had you had <laughs> that did walking around that guy is... and jan jan hooks from snl was yes! ready to like help you out with your public image but you know you shot yeah. all over it i mean it was in a dark way that yeah. was totally being fueled by shrek true, but true, true. still oh, yeah. but he could have had a happy ending but he was all uh weird about it it's all weird about it. <laughs> Sorry. Also, does Batman do anything in this movie? He um and Alfred. Well, it's a co-effort between him and Alfred to yeah. uh, to scramble the signal that's telling the penguins to go blow up Gotham, and that's, okay. it sends them back that's to the Rattler. Yeah, I guess he saved the. Penguins. We gotta stop the penguins. Well, because because Catwoman's the one who blows up Max Shrek. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just like in the first Batman movie, there are moments where I was like, "Dude, Batman, you just let that guy kill that guy." You could you couldn't have thrown there's a batter. There's so like, many moments. There's so like in this, like, I'm like when the woman Bruce, falls yeah. and turns like, on the tree. Buddy. It's like, hey, buddy, you got a thing that. But uh, I know, but I get the story was like he is going to be framed, and yeah. he, this is not the Batman Ooh, we of today. Got to turn on the tree. Yeah, where the, the character of Batman today is so like perfect mm-hmm. and always is just the master planner. Dude, so yeah. I was just recently rewatching some of the '66 Batman because mm-hmm. I discovered that it was streaming on one of my devices, mm. uh, and. Um, I, I just started at the very beginning. I kind of put it on the background when I was working on something else. And the very first episode, the Riddler frames Batman. Like Batman <laughs> cool. walks right into his freaking trap. Yeah. It's yeah. outstanding. Remember, remember when Batman would get like, you know, outsmarted by his criminals? Yeah. Like yeah. I remember. <laughs> Batman gets but accidentally drunk. Gets really? Like he gets roofied. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> that checks out. The 60s. Yeah. That makes the sense. 60s. It's wild. Ugh. It's probably Green Hornet. <laughs> that weirdo. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I wonder if the Robert Pattinson Batman is going to... I mean, I think the Robert Pattinson Batman is going to be like the best Batman. I movie. can't wait. I'm I really so do. excited. And I'm, I feel yeah. like it's going to be not obviously to the Tim Burton level of stylized or anything, but no, I feel like it's going to be more like this, that it's going to have well, you a the clearer... Riddler and the penguin yeah. in it. Like, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's going to know, it's going to be aware of the silliness, yeah. but not to the detriment. Yeah. Which is very much what this is. Yeah. I just, again, this is definitely a Tim Burton movie. Yes, exactly. It is. I think that it's going to do what a lot of modern, you know, big blockbusters do or attempt to do where they do, like ground yeah the but penguin. they but they yeah. respect the source but like they embrace things about the big budget movie they're mm-hmm. making while still being like well here's a real emotion so mm-hmm. yeah i think that this movie is, i think matt reeves is the guy that would do mr freeze and poison ivy and Clayface and all of those outlandish like super powered mm-hmm. characters he would do them correctly because he's coming off of Planet of the Apes, which had a lot has a lot of outlandish concepts, super but high he, concept, but, but yeah, he, but he plays them well. Exactly. Yeah, so he's gonna do Oswald Cobblepot, you know, uh, Edward Nigma, Selena Kyle, also like yeah, Colin Farrell, yeah, man, great, Jeffrey great. Wright, do it. Jeffrey Wright, I'm His, so excited about Jeffrey that's, Wright. That's, that is one thing that Can't bugs me bad. about about these movies, but there's no room for him. Is that Commissioner Gordon's not a character. He's like I a, mean, he's, he's in yeah, it, but he doesn't he's do anything. He's a background, like, yeah. oh, thanks, Batman. Like, that <laughs> yes. level of, you know. Commissioner Gordon is a main character in the Batman TV series, though. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Because he's he like, has a direct, blood on he this battery. Yeah, he has a direct phone to That's Batman's right. house. Right. Oh, my God. Did you get to the episode where Batman's talking to Bruce Wayne? On the phone? Uh, oh, like, in, the, in the 60s series? To, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam West, you already got to that, where Adam West answers I, the phone and Bruce Wayne. I've seen it all multiple yeah. times. Hello, Commissioner. Hello, Mr. Wayne. We have Batman in the other line. We're going to call him and it, like, right away. And like, yes. He's like talking to himself. It's so good. So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is so stupid. I know, I know. It's yeah. meant to be stupid. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much about this movie that's so yeah. stupid. But man, oh man, that was a fun time. All right, yeah. so Batman Returns, pretty good movie. <laughs> Emma. Yeah. We now get to the point in the podcast where we ask you to contribute a brand new movie to oh. the list of the 500 greatest movies ever made. Okay. And we've got a, an awesome list of movies okay. that have been contributed this year. Oh, somebody put in So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic Our buddy, choice. Nolan Schneiderman. Great call. Great call. That's a really great choice. Uh, Ash so Crossan just last week picked Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, uh, okay. Joelle Monique picked Eve's Bayou. Adam Lavick picked Peanut Butter Falcon. We've had some great oh, okay. recent great. picks. Great so even just picks. any movies you've liked recently, we also want to yeah. know about those. That's true. I know, because I was kind of thinking what I wanted to contribute, and there have Go. been some real good movies this year. Mm. Like, really good. What are you going to contribute? Jojo Rabbit. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Wait, nobody... Me- Nobody's picked I don't think so, nobody picked right? anybody picked Treasure We're Rabbit. Check. I don't think check. anybody has. I don't think anybody has. Oh man. Tyka's doing work on this list. I think Yay! he's got he's got three movies on here already. On the new one? Boy, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh yeah. And Jojo but Rabbit. But how can you not? We gotta get Jojo. Ragnarok on there too. Oh, Thor Ragnarok's great. But this is the thing about Jojo Rabbit, is it's such an important it's movie. It's a magic trick. It's so good. Hector, go fucking see the I damn should. movie. You haven't seen it? I haven't oh. seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. I got, oh a, I got a couple. Do your part to I, fight okay, fascism. So can I just and go tell, see Jojo I mean, Rabbit. That's a, it's, it's so, <laughs> so, so good. Okay. 
And the thing is, is that it is astounding to me that Sam Rockwell is not getting like the accolades he deserves really? for his role in that film. He plays a Nazi? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not the first time. No, but, uh, but he's that's doing true, a German accent this time. No, but uh, but he has he has a tough role to play. Sure, it's a it's a very complicated. Mm. It's pretty. It's, 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 no it's he's so good. No spoilers. No spoilers. I'm not going to do any spoilers. No. He's but the ghost of Adolf Hitler. He's a Nazi. No, he's not. But he he's is a Nazi. Nazi. He's a Nazi. Uh, Nazi. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, look, he's I so love good. Taika. My God, I he, think yeah. my favorite is Thor because I'm a Marvel dude. Yeah. My second is probably he's a Marvel dude. It might be what we do in the shadows. Oh, I love what we do that's in the, on the shadows. That's on the list too, isn't it? Does he uh, have four movies on this damn list? From people that are, are yeah. contributing? I don't care about the list that we're working off of. I'm talking about the real list. Mm-hmm. Let's, the I'll real go through. List. I'll go through. Uh, it's tricky because there's no... Because um, Boy there's, there's and no. Home for the Wild People are on there for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, I don't see what we do in the shadows. Okay, that's going to have to happen. But it yeah. deserves to be on there. It definitely Agreed. does. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I mean, it, he is just so good at uh, combining. Oh, brother, I'm, just like, I'm looking at what other people put yeah. on there. Oh, brother, where that was one of my favorites. Lucas that was Eubank. Lucas. Lucas. Of course, it was Lucas. Of course, it was Lucas. <laughs> of course, it was Lucas. That's Lucas. basically his brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jojo Rabbit, you just put it on there. Wonderful. What else? Hunt for the Wilder People's uh-huh. on here. And um, boy, those are the three. Ah. It, but we got to start Taika, throwing the directors on there. Taika is so good at mixing, like really great satirical humor observational humor mm-hmm. mixed with just cut to the core emotion like, oh yeah like yeah, gut-wrenching yeah. I, like even even in um movies of his that are not my favorite uh like um no i really like hunt for the wilder people boy is just full of emotion it's mm-hmm. amazing hunt for the wilder people has these great moments of of humor and uh, relief and let shit just go real. But mm-hmm. then some of the most emotional stuff in there and even in Thor that is over the top. Oh, yeah. Bombastic. There are moments where it's, you know, whether you're talking Odin. Yeah. You're talking Anthony Hopkins. Like, yeah. Fuck, The man. relationship between Thor and Loki even. Really great. Yeah. Really great. The the sort of existential crisis that the Hulk is having. It's yeah. Just ha- mm-hmm. It's handled and so like well. Like Valkyrie flashbacks and how she's. Dang. like so, so there's just great moments. Her of intro her introduction is falling one off. like being wasted and falling off the ramp of a spaceship. Yeah. I'm like, and then Damn. getting back up and then yeah. killing everybody. It's yeah. so good. So without giving stuff away, sorry, jo- we just spoiled Thor. Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit. You saw it this year. Yes. And is it your favorite movie this year? It, it's it a strong, strong contender. Strong contender? Yeah, it, I that's also tough. It's, this it's year. tough. There was a lot of really good movies this year. A lot um, of very different movies. Yeah, this year. I also really loved uh, Honey Boy. If you haven't watched that, it's on Amazon it Prime. It's on Holy Amazon Prime now. Holy moly! Oh, I think it's on Amazon Prime now because okay. Prime's distributing it, yeah. so it only had a very limited theatrical mm, I release. I saw that. Okay, that's but exciting. It's so so good. Okay, mm. I, I was blown away by how good it, it was. It looks really brave. It, it and is, I, and I hope that Shy is good. I hope I hope this is good He's, for him. You I want know? the best for him. I do he too. Is- Outstanding good. in this movie. I don't mean I hope he's good. Like his performance is good. I mean as a human. no, as a human. Yeah. I, I I think too that it seeing the movie. I only hope his performance is good. Really, <laughs> it just really made. Oh, it made yeah. a lot of his life make a lot of sense. I, I, I've heard because I've heard horror stories and I've heard horror stories from a lot of young people in Hollywood and older people and everybody in in entertainment. And a lot of it is like, fuck man, you don't have to be that way. 
I don't care what your backstory is, but yeah. when you do learn about his upbringing and his story, you tend to go. I, I just feel I do feel for him because yeah, I because I'm trying to be an empathetic human and yeah. go, dude, you got a crappy hand dealt to you. It's having said that, please, yeah, do what you can to be good. We're all rooting for you for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. But Jojo Rabbit beat that out. Is it because yeah. it's funny? Because of the heart? Did I you cry? You cried. I, oh, I totally cried. I cried at both. Kelly, um, did you cry at Jojo Rabbit? Duh. Multiple really? times. Yeah, really? it's really, really heartbreaking. Uh, but it's so I can. Beautiful. I just thought of three times. Yeah. Whoa. They all jumped into my mind and I'm sad now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh I can think of a handful immediately. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's really... It, I think the thing with JoJo that edges it out for me on like needing to be preserved mm. as one of the greatest films of all time is because of the historical context of it and the message behind it, which yeah. is don't be racist. Yeah. And the lack of historical context that so many dummies have right now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. no kidding. And it does such a good job of painting in a lot of ways, how it was uh, these, this is just mm -hmm. what these kids were having rammed down Force their throats is straight up brainwashing Ugh. yeah sucks man yeah Heart it's really good oh i can't wait watch it all right go I'll right now yeah i want to watch that i feel like that's got to be my number one movie that this year that i haven't seen yet that is that is the have one you seen I'm parasite honestly very mad oh. i think i'd rather see jojo before Ooh, parasite. parasite's great that's a good I double know. feature I know. Do Parasite and then follow it with uh, JoJo. You saw Knives Out? I saw Knives Out. Oh, really Knives loved Out it. Knives Out is so good. Really, really liked it. It's in my top 10 uh, of the movies I've seen. Yeah. And I just watched Ford versus Ferrari and I liked it. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah I think fun. you said it was the, yeah. the greatest dad movie. It's the daddiest dad I movie. I knew exactly what you totally. meant by that. It's great. And as you said, and like people were like coming at you like that yeah. was an insult. And I'm like, no, you don't not. understand. There's like a father son element. It's yeah. a compliment. Someone fucking yeah. dies. It's about cars. Uh, it's about cars. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, yeah. about, it's about it, racing philosophy. It's a, it's a, it's a total dad yeah, movie. Absolutely. It's, it's a, it takes place in a decade before this one. So, uh -huh. you know, dads would be like, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I was there, son. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that on the TV. Dad, you were born in 1970. I was Shut there. The fuck up, yeah. son. This Who's is our dad only chance was to born bond. born in 1970. 1960. I mean, somebody's dad, I'm sure. 1965 Le Mans. That somebody's was there. dad. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's dad. Somebody's dad, not mine. Oh, boy. No um, one I want to know. This was a wonderful way to wrap out the year. Yes. We got a great. Double endorsement for Jojo Rabbit. Wrap out the year. Is yeah. that a thing? Nope. Wrap out the year. No. What? Wrap up the year? Nope. Wrap cool. out. Wrap it out. <laughs> We're wrapping it out. Wrap it out. <laughs> All right. I'm, right. I'm sorry I had to stop us. Yeah. Just like when Bruce Wayne real. scratched on that CD. You know what? Let's wrap it out. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was that? Drive Keller crazy. Keller's like, this is losing a full star. It lost an entire number ranking. Yeah. Because he record scratched <laughs> mm -hmm. a CD, but that is very much like Joel Sh Joel Schumacher saw that and is like, okay, <laughs> I okay, can, I can I'm gonna it. make I'm gonna two make movies, a whole, <laughs> a whole two movies based around yeah, that exact that concept. record scratch yeah. Yeah. of a CD, a compact yeah. disc, which doesn't, yeah, work, it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> great way to wrap out the year. Emma, great way to wrap yes. it out. Thank you again from the bottom of our hearts. Oh, thank you so much for having me. For being a guest. Uh, where can people follow you on the internet, follow your work, and is there anything that you would like to point them to? Sure. Uh, I am all over the internet uh, at my name, Emma Fife. Uh, Emma Fife on 
Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I also have a website that is emma5.com. Shocker. Uh, yeah. And then you can catch me on Thursdays, uh, over on Collider, on Collider Jedi Council, where we talk all things Star Wars. Ooh, you gotta have me on soon. You gotta have me on yeah. soon. Cause I've been doing a, a deep dive into the EU. Oh, <laughs> just like Joe Star. Oh just my the God, European please. Union. The European Union. That's awesome. So I, do, I try to do sort of like canon Sure. explorations sure. from time that. to time and, and but but i also like to bring in like here's what the eu mm-hmm. once said about this thing i basically <laughs> like to do a version of the joe star segment of it could have been worse like okay. i basically like to talk about you got it that and all things star war and how the frustration from a a, a, a vocal sect of the internet versus uh disney and lucasfilm mm-hmm. is completely misplaced it's very misplaced um, and yeah. also misrepresented just yes. based on my own experience going to Star Wars Celebration earlier this yeah. year where everybody just was like stoked. Yeah. Yeah. It seems so it stoked. Seems lovely. Um, so yeah, you got to bring me on soon. And then, uh, I uh will. You, when are you guys talking rise of Skywalker? Have you already done it? No, we're recording our review Thursday? on Thursday. I'm just going to crash it like the Kool-Aid man. I'm just going to come <laughs> in Do it. and be like, I want to talk about it too. Oh my no, God. No, no, I would no. love that actually. Uh, yeah, I might, I might do that. When do what time do you guys record? Don't tell, don't, 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 don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. But I am going to stalk you and, and figure out how to do that. Um, cause that's going to be one that people are going to be talking about. Oh, man. Oh, my God. People this are going to be talking about, about Star Wars. Wars. All right. This is crazy. Keller, what's our movie next year? I lost my leg in the Star Wars. And who's our guest going to be? <laughs> what's our What's our movie? That, the first movie? Back of- in the Star Wars. <laughs> 2020, we're back. I, I think want, we'll be back. I want that. I want them to show the old hillbilly who <laughs> yeah. like is now living off in the swamps of wherever. Dagobah all by himself. We are... Well, actually, Keller and I are going to do an episode that is our, like... A sort of wrap up of the first two years. Um, we're planning to be back with a new regularly scheduled episode the first Monday of 2020, which is January 6th. Mm-hmm. But before then, you're listening to this on a Wednesday or whatever. Before then, mm-hmm. Keller and I, we are going to do a here's been our favorite movies we watched oh. of these first two years because we because we did a top 10 last year. And I think we're going to do another top 10 this year of everything. And it's probably going to be Heather's. Is Heather's going to push out Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? That's Ooh, the question. Good movie. That's the question. That's the question. I won't spoil it now. Okay, don't. Uh, but we'll be back in uh, 2020 with what movie, Keller, and who's our guest going to be? Ooh, we're watching The Incredible. Yes. Oh. Which I don't even have to check is on Disney Plus. So it you is can on just, Disney yeah, guys, Plus. Go on yeah. Disney Plus. If Disney you don't Plus. have Disney Plus, uh, you're doing great. Good for you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Honestly, it's fine. <laughs> we did not be part of the corporate yeah, machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The best thing about Disney Plus so far for me, the Imagineering story. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I love it. It's great. Great stuff. Our guest is going to be Jason Propaganda. Charles Miller on <laughs> oh, The Incredibles. JCM. JCM. It's going to be it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, it and is. he is somebody who he just texted me Keller. He is a huge fan of Tom Bombadil, character from Lord of the Rings. Who that Hector actually hates. Actually does not surprise me at all. That like, feels huge, like a Jason Charles Miller. That's his fan. origin story. Yeah. He read Tom Bombadil and was like, <laughs> "I will sing songs for the rest of my life." <laughs> <laughs> and he he and I have this great little like friendly rivalry thing where I like to joke about how much I hate that character and he sure. likes to defend the character. He texted me a, a week or two ago and he was like, I, I got to say, Hector, I'm going to be honest. I just started listening to the Fellowship of the Ring audiobook. I've never done it. I'm listening to some audiobook. You got and the, he goes, he sings Tom Bombadil song. songs 
are really annoying. Yeah. And I was like, And he Thank sings you. them. I have listened to these audiobooks and it is. It's like, oh, Tom Bombadil. And you're like, what is happening? Are you a Pokemon? Why are you just saying your name? What is J.R. Tolkien's deal with writing terrible yo, songs? Yo, yo, yo. He's like, like to get high. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I want to say I I'm maybe out. still have a little like songbook of J.R.R. Tolkien songs from The Hobbit. Oh, he got me a Tom Bombadil songbook mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. was in New Zealand. Yeah, I went to I New have Z- it. I it's went to there, probably uh, right over there, actually. Oh, I went to there. Let me see if I can grab it. Here, keep talking. Okay. okay. Well, Tom Bombadil is the greatest character in fiction. <laughs> Hands down. Uh, easily the best character in all of Middle Earth. Oh my God, it really <laughs> exists. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That's not true. Everything Keller just oh, said is a, a lie. Story there's so many. To, oh like, it why almost the, looks like Tom Narnia. Why does Tom have so many songs? Jeez. I'm going to do an impression of the guy who reads Lord of the Rings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go for it. It's like an audio book. If anybody ever fucking played that audiobook to me, I'd be like, get this out of my face. What is this? I hate this. I hate fantasy now. That sounds awful. That, honestly, Jared Tolkien ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> he killed fantasy. He invented it. Some he people, killed high fantasy. Say, some people think that he's uh, the inventor of it. No. Uh, Guys, nah. do something without dwarves. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Everything doesn't have to have elves and dwarves. Not everything has to have orcs, okay, guys? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yep. Just kidding. I love Lord of the Rings. Me too. Hobbits back on the menu, boys. Even though we were just born guys, from Guys, 20 seconds ago. 20 seconds they have ago. restaurants. <laughs> they have I restaurants. See, In hell. This is, a, this is a weird tangent at the end of the podcast, but I did see somebody on Twitter today, but they they made a, a fake interaction between Sauron and Saruman. And Sauron's like, build me an army. And the and um Saruman. And Saruman's like, got it, a bunch of beefcakes. And he's like, No, I just like want an army. Yep, bunch of beefy boys come right up. <laughs> Where are they gonna eat? Denny's. Denny's. <laughs> Guys. Oh no, this Denny's doesn't have any meat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, we'll see. I just remembered some stuff about the Rise of Skywalker that I was like, I don't like that. All right, we'll see yeah. you guys next week for Keller Let's and releases I's tomorrow, the day before Keller, it comes out. Keller and I's uh, 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 wrap up of the year, wrap out of the year. Guys, I read all the spoilers, but I won't tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, thank you again. Thank you. This has been a delight. Thank you for having me. You're the best person to have tackled the perfect Batman Returns, Returns Catwoman. Returns to Returns to Returns. We should call it Catwoman yeah. Begins. Is Catwoman, Catwoman begins. begins. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Fuck True. you, Batman. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. I enjoy, said it. Enjoy your, uh, your break and your holiday and uh, eventually, eventually watch The Incredibles, maybe with your fam over the over the break and then we can uh, hit it hard beginning next year, yeah, 2020. Guys, guys, we're going to hit it hard. New, new decade. <laughs> Eight years to go, baby. Woo! See you guys later. Thanks, Emma. Emma, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye. Bye.